Right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back with John Watt for an update. How are you doing, John? I don't think that's a, a question anybody should ask me. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm used to starting <laughs> oh every interview with that. Oh God, um, where am I? I don't what? think I'm any further. I don't think I'm any further forward. When did we last speak? Was it? Yeah, yeah. To to get that clear, you didn't have a diagnosis the last time yeah. we spoke, so we should take people through that. Yeah. So obviously, where I'm at is I'm still in bed. Still don't really have a quality of life, mate. Um, still arguing with doctors now. So obviously. I'm now I've spent twenty seven grand now, probably probably over thirty actually when you include the supplements, but in regards to all the treatments I've done, um and add up, you know, private consultations and everything, I'm I'm closer to about thirty grand now out of pocket. Um I'm still Still bedridden, still can't do much. The last time we spoke, I think I was doing hyperbaric oxygen chambers. I think I when don't think speak about. We didn't speak about that. If you were, what was that? Uh, so basically, it's a you go in like a shell. Divers use it, so like all the divers use it, and you need to go in a shell. It goes to a certain depth, um, and it uses a hundred percent medical oxygen. Um, you wear a mask and you go in the, the the chamber for about fifty minutes, fifty five minutes, um, and you breathe that in. So I've done about sixty five of those. Um, it's cost me the best part of nearly seven grand for them to do it. it it's it's probably brought down a lot of inflammation in the body, but I'm still. Quality of life zero, mate, if I'm being honest with you. It's still where you see me is where, I, where I'm stuck, you know, sitting here taking a bunch of pills every day. Um, I went down to London quite recently and I had to pay seven grand for a specialist and one of the top hospitals. I don't want to name that hospital in case they start getting investigated. Um, but one of the top hospitals, I believe, in the world, by one of the top cardiologists in the world, and he done a, a PET scan of the heart. We done an ECG, and we done blood works. Um, and it came back that there's myocarditis there. There's myocarditis of the heart. So where I'm, where I'm currently at just now. I am sorry, that's a shake, isn't it? Um, where I'm, where I'm currently at just now. So I went back to my cardiologist I deal with in Scotland, who's known about my story for over a year. Um, and this man assigned himself to me, so that makes it even better. He actually assigned himself, and the thing is, he's a professor. He's not even just a cardiologist, a professor, which is, I be I believe that professors are the top in their field. Um, so I went back to him. Well, the doctor who seen me in London, he, the two of them went to medical medical school together. 
So he said, okay, John, I'll contact your prof in Edinburgh because I know him. And I says, I'll, I'll have a conversation with him. So when I spoke to the doctor, again, can't, I don't want to name his name because if for whatever reason it gets investigated, then then the, the vaccine injured will, will lose a good cardiologist. Um, so he sat down with me when he was giving me the diagnosis. He said, I've spoken to your prof in London, uh, in Edinburgh, sorry, in Scotland. And he says, there's now a conflict of interest as he's trying to you now say that it's a false positive. Therefore, when I asked the doctor in London, I said, how could, how could he come to that conclusion that it's a false positive? And he said, well, he says there's a lot of people that are getting false positives around the world globally. And I said, right, okay. Um, and then he said, well, to get reassurance, John, I went to the specialist in the imaging department to get reassurance that this wasn't a false positive. So he's went back and he's told this cardiologist us. So he's told the cardiologist in, in Scotland that I've, I've spoken to the I've spoken to the, um, the imaging department specialist in the imaging department he's, he's promised me that this isn't a false positive so the doctor in London has said okay Joanne this is what we need to do going forward we need to get you on steroids to try and cure this and I said right okay I said but we possibly might need to get an MRI scan so I've written to your doctor in, in Scotland and we'll give you an MRI scan. Um, and he says, if you can't get that MRI scan pretty soon, then you need to start the course of steroids. And then get an MRI to make sure the myocarditis is um, calmed down. So I wrote an email to the cardiologist in Scotland, and I've said, I'm curious to how you've came to this conclusion that you think is me as a patient and doctor, if I say his name, going to bleep it out, Nick, uh, Nick yeah. just in case. Obviously. Um, just to clarify, like, just just to make sure the scene is set here, has yep. the guy in Edinburgh seen your scan results? This is when it gets more interesting. Like, this is when it gets even more interesting. So I wrote an email. And I said to him, how did you come to this conclusion that, you know, you've got yourself over here who's known about me for over a year. You have no answers and no solutions. Yet we have a doctor over here who's treating over 250, I believe, vaccine injured. Um, has given me a solution. And listen to me as a patient who's sitting here saying I've got chest pains, I've got uncomfortable chest pains, can't stand up, breathlessness on standing, a heavy heart, it feels like pressure on my heart. And he has an answer and solution. And everything ties in with what he's saying. So we've got a triangle here, we've kind of got like a doctor love triangle, if you want to call it. You've got me up here and two doctors. So email went back and forth. I said to him, I says, you say you claim that people are on the people um get a false positive 
um, with this myocarditis. Now, my argument there is, why don't you fall under that category? A, I don't smoke. Sorry. A, I don't smoke. B, I'm on an anti-inflammatory, antihistamine diet. I don't drink. Right? So I can't eat normal food. I need to eat, eat like, the basic of basic food because I've got MCAS as well. I take a whole lot of anti-inflammatory supplements and antihistamine, anti-inflammatory. These are lorotidine, famotidine. To bring down inflammation in the body, I take these. Therefore, how would I fall under that category? I'm not overweight. You know, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. So he phones me two days before Christmas, the twenty third, I believe. Um, contacts me. We have a twenty two minute conversation. At the beginning, he says, "I don't doubt your symptoms, but I'm." pretty positive that this is a false positive and I says that this doesn't this doesn't make sense to me I said this 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 has become politics now this has become politics what you're doing he's affecting my mental health if I'm being completely honest with you because you are you've left me like this if I didn't have the money I've got how the hell would I how the hell would I manage to do this I'm very fortunate Nick that I've got a good family and like I say, the people that donated to the GoFundMe and stuff, but shouldn't be this way. Um, and then I said, to, so he had a meeting. He had a meeting regarding me, this doctor. Now, like I said, I had a MRI scan privately done back in March. Now, this MRI report showed nothing. But we've got a PET scan, which is pretty in detail. And it will tell you if there's anything wrong with the heart. It's pretty much like a needle in a haystack, I believe. Um, and after that, I then said, so you've taken the report from this MRI and came to the conclusion that this one says that everything's fine, even though me as a patient says that my heart's not right and everything's not right with my heart. And you've looked up it, then you've taken the PET scan, which is pretty in detail, ECG machine, blood reports, you know, went to the imaging specialist, and you've came to the conclusion that that one's wrong. And he says, yes. I says, have you looked at any of these scans? Have you looked at the MRI or PET scan? And he said, no, I haven't. I says, so hold on, you, you've sat here with me for 20 minutes and went to one, went, went and looked at reports, but they don't tie in with what the patient's saying. And I said, this has become politics. I said, this is, this is sheer negligence. I said, basically what you're saying is, John, I know your body better than you. You say that you don't doubt my symptoms, but you don't have an answer or a solution. This doesn't make sense. So I asked him, so he says, okay, he says, what we'll do is we'll try and we'll try and um look at the PET scan and the MRI scan. I says, would that not have been better to do in the first place? I says, you know the doctor who's dealing with me in London and you, you can speak to him and you can go and get that PET scan from him and understand where the issue is coming from 
But again, he said it on the phone. He says, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to make a difference, John. So what he's really wanting to do, Nick, is, and this is the way I'm looking at it, and this is the honest, my honest opinion. So I've asked him, he says, we're going to put you in for an MRI scan. I says, right, okay. I says, how long is that going to take? He said, a couple of months. So February. He went, It'll probably take longer than that. I went, I can't wait longer than that. I've waited over a year with us, my is over a year. And I says, and he says, well, you could start the course of steroids. And then if you get another MRI, we'll never know, John. We'll never know if there ever was myocarditis. So basically, I take a 12-week course of steroids, which I'm going to put weight on, Nick, I'll probably get pretty fat. <laughs> um, take a 12-week course of steroids, then get an MRI, and then it'll be that we never knew if you had myocarditis or not. So basically, I need to try. So I'm sitting here just now. There's prednisolone sitting there, the steroids, right? I should be starting. I should. Have, I, I was hoping to go into 2023 and a high, mate. You know, get this under control, get things, you know, try and get this inflammation down in the heart. And like I said to you, Nick, before, if myocarditis and POTS is not a good combination, it's a, it's a seriously bad combination. He did say to me, the doctor in London said to me, he says, you've done yourself some massive favours, John, by doing the treatments you've done and probably not been able to do much. You know? Like I, I said to I think I said that at the start, Nick, at one point somebody felt like grabbed and twisted three times. That was a, that was a clear indication of myocarditis mixed with POTS. Clear. So... That's where I'm at just now. So basically, the way I'm looking at this, Nick, is my next MRI is an investment. It's an investment. And the reason is to prove that I always had myocarditis, to prove I'm wrong. So now, either wait until God knows, even though I'm on the urgent list, and we already know I had heart issues before anyway, and even though I'm on the urgent list, He's still prolonging this. He's still prolonging my my treatment. I'm still stuck here. I'm at my mother's, stuck in a bed, having having a carer look after me at 37 years of age. Sitting here with chest pain. Not not too bad. Earlier on, it was bad. Earlier on, my, my heart wasn't feeling good at all. Still dizzy. Still got everything else going on. That You know, the heart's just one thing. If the heart goes, Nick, you know... If we can get my heart fixed, we can try and work on the rest. Does that make sense? The dizziness and the weakness, fatigue, you know, we can try and work on that. But it's it's politics and health don't mix. And this this is why I wanted to get you on like so soon for an update, because I'm I'm really shocked at how this has transpired. It looked like you had a breakthrough in terms of diagnosis which you've had to fork out 30 grand for and wait a year for no nhs well less than any nhs help because did you get gaslit by five doctors was it something like that i've there was points that i was in hospital blue lighted to hospital nick and i think i think when i was blue lighted to hospital i had like three or four different cardiologists see me one guy came in you know 
one guy came literally in the room, went, I've looked over your notes, John, you're not going to have a heart attack. Off you go. That was it, right? And at this point, I didn't have a diagnosis for POTS, right? And this is this at this point, I thought, I didn't know what was going on with my health. I thought I was dying. Didn't know it was down to the vaccine either. Didn't know it was down to the vaccine. All, all that guy had to do was take me from a sitting position to a standing position to see the heart rate was going through the roof. That's all they had to do. And like you say, 30 grand, but again, it's been gold at Kuiper Barrick Oxygen Therapy Chamber. Um, you know, supplements, private medications, MRI, CT scans, Sinatkin tests. The list goes on, mate. The list goes on the amount of stuff I've had to do to try and get my health back. Yeah, and then at the end of that road, you you tell me this story about there's a doctor in Edinburgh who's basically blocking the whole thing. I mean, it looks, I, I don't want to make inferences, and I know you don't because legal trouble and all that, but it looks like sabotage to me. And that's what I think that's what you meant by saying politics. It's like they don't want to give this diagnosis, but your concern and the other doctor's concern is just getting a fix, like getting a solution. Yeah, and that's what, so now, I mean, Christmas time is the worst time of year, I can tell you that right now, because um, last year, this time last year, I was in and out of hospital constantly, private doctors aren't back to, I think, the 5th, which is Friday, they might be back a bit earlier, I don't know, um, so I need to wait for the private hospitals to wait to, to open up again, so I need to contact the one that done my MRI, send, um, what I'm what I'm hoping I can do is I can phone up the MRI I had at the private hospital in Glasgow. I can send that over to the doctor and hopefully he then sees that they missed something in that report at the time. And again, if 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 that shows there was the, you know, if the doctor in London can see that there was something missed. But again, my understanding, again, it's, it's, it's crazy. My understanding, it may be that the machine that they've got might not be as good as the one they've got in this hospital in London. So it's it's it's, it's mental. It's like, you know, a, a Sony PlayStation 1 they might have put me in instead of against a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of the ones that I need to go back down to London, I think, to get another MRI, which... London prices, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be cheap. Um and again, why why do I need to go back down to London? Because I don't trust any other cardiologist now. That's yeah. that, as simple as that. So and I, I don't really particularly want to get another MRI. I've had enough scans, you know, when you go for these scans, they, they, they inject you with a dye. Um, you know, after the PET scan, they were like, don't go near any pregnant women, don't go near any kids, because you're full of radioactive, and I'm like, oh, for God's sake. But I didn't have any reaction to it, so that was good. But what should I be doing right now, Nick? I should be sitting here, and I should be taking my steroids, and I should be sitting here hoping to 12 weeks of course of steroids and praying that my heart is starting to bring down inflammation and you know, get rid of this myocarditis, you know? And, like, if I do, if I just take them, we get an MRI and it says, oh, there's nothing there, John, then their argument will be, well, we'll never know if there was something there, will we? 
That's an argument. So now I need to. This is it. It's such a, it's such a scary proposition. So you have to wait before you can start your steroids to get this scan, which is essentially just to confirm, really, because you've already got the scan. Pretty much. Yeah. So we've done the PET scan, now, and then the doctor in the NHS, he's basically said, well, we, we'll, we'll get you the PET scan, but it's going to take a couple of months. I said, what, February? I'll wait till February. I'll wait till February. I've waited, you know, I've been in my bed for this long. I can wait another month. Um, and so if I, if, I, if I wait for that MRI, Again, but I'm not well. I, I don't trust him, so it's that simple. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't do an MRI under him. So, mm. like I say, if if I don't do, it, if I just take the printers on, like I said, that means that they've they'll be like, well, we'll never know. We'll never know if he had myocarditis because we've got one MRI report saying it was fine, but we've got a PET scan that says it's myocarditis. And the thing is, Nick. What they said, what the doctor said to me was, he says your myocarditis isn't, it's not severe. He says there is scarring there from it, but it's not as severe. I think that because I done Goldic, which was that it goes into the bloodstream. I think that's brought down inflammation. Really, I think the hyper, I think the hyperbarics help. Okay. I think also the anti-inflammatory antihistamine. I think I think a lot of the things that I've done. I, I say I, I used to take something called LDN, which is low dose naltrexone. That brings down inflammation in the body. Um, I've done a lot of things that are anti-inflammatory, antihistamine. So I think by doing all those things, I've managed to survive. Basically, you find all those things yourself. Um, well, I managed to find a really good doctor back in February. Um, the hyperbat, the goldic, the goldic. I, I heard through another girl who's injured. Uh, I seen her story on Instagram, and she done the goldic. So I I done that. Hyperbaric. There's a a gentleman called Kyle Warner in America. Again, he was injured by Pfizer, a mountain biker. So he done he done about eighty, eighty of the hyperbarics. Um, Kyle's back. You know, he's back um, riding his bike and everything. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of one of the ones. It's the injured leaving the in- leading, leading the injured. You yeah, know? So, yeah. But again, who can, who can, who's really got the money to do this when you can't get an income? Oh, no, it's absurd that um, you guys should have to muddle through this on your own. When we compare what you know, government spending is, you guys should be front of the queue. And this, I think, really is the goal for January is to is to try and get the people really, really pissed off about this, as pissed off as I am. This is, well, you see, I was sitting the other day with my mum and a, a friend came round. My mum's man sitting there, you know, and all of them have had the vaccine. They've all had the vaccine, and all, they're all fine, you know. But when I was sitting there listening to their stories, you know, are they annoyed? They're annoyed they've been lied to, but they've not been affected by it, you know. And I'm kind of like, but you're not kind of a wee bit worried that you don't know what's in your body. Like, are you not angry 
to a point, like, this is the thing, they're too wrapped up, like, this girl's, you know, she's a business woman, she's got flats, she's buying and flipping them, because I used to be a joiner, I was a carpenter, I was telling her, like, advice and stuff, like, what to do and where to go for kitchens and stuff. Again, like, I'm looking at her going, that's where I was at in my life, you know, I was just busy, busy, busy doing things and and I'm like, there's a reason people aren't getting pissed off because they're so wrapped up in their own life. I find it really strange as well because I've been on this crusade the last year and I've been talking to people like you and I've been really affected by it. And now we start this year and it's like, right, now we really step into overdrive. And I tell people like family and friends about what I'm doing. And it's it's the same. It's like, but I've proven this is not a conspiracy anymore i'm doing yeah, this like but no, we don't we don't say that nick we don't say conspiracy that's what they want us to say we don't we don't say conspiracy theory or awake or anti-vax yeah well this is why i'm struggling with it is because like this is not a theory these are people that i'm talking to you know yeah. it's uh the gaslighting's real the lies are real the deaths are real the injuries are real you know, it's when is enough enough? And the fact is they've just given this, they've just signed this off. I don't know if it's just Scotland or the whole of the UK for six months, yeah. six months old. You know, I, I spoke to a mother about two weeks ago, Nick, maybe in between Christmas and New Year, I think, so maybe last week, six-year-old son, Myocarditis. We the, the the boys sitting there, six years old, jumping about, being being a child, and I'm sitting going, do you know how dangerous that is for that child to be jumping about like that? Again, how can you stop a kid being a kid? But I'm sitting there, and I'm I've got myocarditis. I know what that feels like for that little boy. I know how it feels. It feels horrible. So the fact is that I'm going through it. And I know for a fact there's a six-year-old going through it and many other kids going through it. You know, the thing is, like, there's a lot of people there that their kids are injured from it, but they don't want to speak out because they're ashamed. They're scared. They're ashamed. And I'm sorry, but there's a reason you need to speak out. Because you, you don't want... Do you find that you're a bit of an anomaly in how loud you are because considering the numbers of people that are injured? What was that word there, Nick? Tell me that word. Uh, like, <laughs> the odd one out. I don't feel I'm the odd one out. I feel... I just... Nick, if, I, if, if somebody crashed into my car, I'd be pissed off. You know, I've sat there and ordered a takeaway and the wrong order comes in. This is the thing. I've seen people in McDonald's kick off for getting the wrong Happy Meal for their child. You know, I don't, I just don't, I don't understand why people just like, if anyone's, a, you know, I, you know, I say, I say, bring the noise, hmm. right? You know yourself, Nick, if you sit there in silence and you're just going to complain to the same people, Where's it going to get? It's just an echo chamber. That's another word that we shouldn't use, echo chamber. Well, it also depresses you, I reckon, if you don't see any progress. That, for me, is what, like, this whole January thing is about, is by the end of the month, 
we should see some progress. I don't know what it'll look like, but hopefully I'll be able to look back on it and go, well, you know, we did our bit, gave it a go. And yeah, yeah. I mean, we both know the girl who's running it. I don't know if we're allowed to name our name on here, but yeah, yeah no, uh, no, I've interviewed Fiona and it'll be going out before this one anyway. Yeah, Fiona's. Nothing, nothing bad to say, but if you want to know, she's contacting me, she's been a diamond. Um, you know, whatever people say about her, I don't care. I don't care. At the end of the day, anybody that wants to f- talk about this, anybody that wants to raise awareness, you've got, you've got my vote. You've got my vote all day. I don't care. As long as we stick to what we can win, and what we can win all day is the fact that this vaccine is not doing what it's meant to do. It's not safe and effective. And the fact is, it needs to be pulled. I'm sorry. It needs to be pulled. Do I stand where I see my whole track? You're damn right, I do. Yeah. And, you know? and do you like? Do you feel like we're getting progress there? How do you feel about bridging and all this? Well, we spoke, I spoke to Andrew Bridgen last night, believe it or not. Oh, well. um, yeah, I spoke to him last night. Thanked him for everything he was doing. Thanked him for everything that he was doing. Um appreciate anybody like they want us to go away so the fact is that what he's doing in parliament which is absolutely disgusting when he stood up there gave a fantastic speech gave a fantastic speech which i do know that i seem helped alongside that speech you know um with his peer-reviewed paper and you know they sat there and i i mean if you went to that meeting, I think, 45 minutes before. It was filled. It was ram-packed. But this guy comes out and talks, and there was, like, five people sitting there. And then you had this fucking evil woman sitting at the front, rhyming off. We do know the vaccines save millions of lives. Could somebody please show me the data on that? It makes no sense to me. That is, that is I'm sorry, that is the biggest misinformation you can give out, because it because it that is that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Nick. It really has. It really it's, is. It's based on absolutely nothing because we all understand that the sort of risk profile of COVID. So where's the fact checker on that? Where's the fact checkers on that? Because the data that were handed out say different. You know, ever since the rollout of this vaccine. I can tell you one thing, it's not it's definitely not saved millions of lives, but it's definitely harming more lives. It's you know, Australia, they brought out a paper. Again, something I've seen. I'm not a fact checker, but I'll look into it. Um listen to one of the is it Senator Oh my god, the guy in Australia. Ren Ren or something, I can't remember, but he came out and spoke. They done a they done a study in Australia with the births every month in Australia. So the average birth in Australia every every month was 18,000. For 40 years, for 40 years, it wasn't just like two years, it was like 40 years, 18,000 to 22,000. Then it's an arrow pointing to the rollout of the vaccine, March 2021 or whenever it was, February 2021. Then it went seven, six, seven months after that, Nick. And the bus went from 18,000 to 22,000 every month, and it went down to 6,000. That's no lie. That Again, that's what I've seen. These are the things that I see, you know? 
Yeah, it, and it's the gaslighting. I think it's getting to this point that um, I find it really offensive. Like you, um, that woman that was standing there saying, no, it's safe and effective. I remember, I think it was Christopher Chope stood up and said something. And someone from the opposition stood up and basically started talking about the moon landing and how... Oh, Andrew... yeah, yeah. Oh, that, was a, that was a different one. That was, so the one I was talking about, Andrew Bridgen, and then that, so that woman sitting there saying that. And then, you know, Christopher Chope mentioned, you know, there's a documentary that's been made by an independent uh, Oracle Films. Have you seen this documentary? And totally deflected the answer. You know, it's, it's a simple answer, mate. Have you watched it? Are you going to watch it? Yes, I fucking know. But you deflected that. Went on to talk about the moon landing, other conspiracy theory stuff. Well, am I fucking am I am I am I misinformation to you, mate? Am I fucking is this is this is this a joke to you? Am I a fucking joke? Well, exactly. I think that's the most offensive thing I'd seen in this whole process is what putting you next to so you've got you've got a man on it, Alex, who lost who lost his leg to AstraZeneca proven. You've got you've got Charlotte Wright, whose husband who's died from from it. You've got myself, you've got you know, you've got all these stories in it, all these facts. That's the one. That's the one thing I haven't seen. Nick, if I'm being completely honest with you, <clears throat> there's these other documentaries that've been made, and then the fact checkers go at them. But has anybody debunked safe and effective a second opinion? Has anybody went out there and fact checked that? We do know that after three weeks, nine hundred ninety-one thousand views on YouTube, and what happened to it? They pulled it down. It was back on, somebody else put it back on and that got pulled down again recently. I think somebody else has put another one up, you know, and that'll yeah. probably get pulled down. We do know, again, you do know, you know Mark Sherman and the boys at Oracle Farms, fantastic. Love Mark to bits. He contacts me every now and again. Fantastic man, especially the boys at Oracle Film, Phil. Um... But it's just madness, mate. Like I say, going into 2023, when I get that diagnosis three weeks ago now, I'm sitting there like, 2023 is looking bright for me. Start the steroids, this campaign, you know, we're going places. But I'm still arguing with my fucking cardiologist now because it's his, you know what it is? It's his fucking pride. Your pride does not come in. Your pride's been dented. I said it to you before, Nick, in the last one. When he's going to realise he's fucked up, well, he's a fucked up. And tr I told him on the phone, I said, see if I get another MRI and it proves, I'm going to be fucking raging. And I won't be fucking silent about it. I'm not going to be silent. The silent, it's going to come to the stage that I think the vaccine injured. I'm going to say, it's going to come to the stage that you're all going to need to fucking get every doctor that's gaslighted you. Google the fucker and show their picture. Because it's getting to the point that we're all getting fucked off. I'm sitting here just now, second day into New Year. One of my friends now. Fuck shit. One of my mates, Adam Rowan. One of my friends, they were friends now. Um, Adam's in hospital, you know. I've been at Salford Royal Hospital all night. 
pain in my neck, my head's just spinning. I'm going to the toilet 30 times, I've got chest pain. I've asked them for my three blood thinners because I've got thrombolytic vasculitis. Vascular neuropathy. And they think I've got... Most hydropelia. Well, that's what my consultant says at Wivenshaw. I've asked them here, I've had my blood finished for three days, two days, sorry. And they won't give them to me. They're trying to send me home, I'm not well enough to go home, I can't look after myself. So dizzy, I don't know what to do. <coughs> Adam sat in the hospital in Um if I I can explain what's happening as well, because he it's it's the same thing that you've gone through, right? Where he's having really serious chest problems, really serious heart problems. Adam's um, what? Adam's what? I'm not going to sugarcoat that Adam's what? He's been told he can literally die any day. Literally, mate. He's got these clots. He's got all these issues going on. Uh, Adam... Anyone that sees this, go and look him up on Twitter. One ads, Adam Rowland. Adam started speaking out. Adam was like, John, what did I do? I said, just fucking tell your story, mate. Just go out and tell your fucking story because that's what you can do. They want us to die and they want us to die being quiet. Adam was a physio. It was had a very good job. He worked in the PGA and everything. Um, and now he's, he's lost everything. He's lost everything. He's back at his mother's. He's lost absolutely everything. And it breaks my heart. And we spoke, uh, we spoke before Christmas and he messaged me last night. Can't remember anything. He passed out and he's in hospital just now. I've, I've retweeted his video about three times because I'm like can somebody help this man can somebody help him um, because that, what can I do I'm not a doctor I can't I'm in, I'm in Glasgow he's in Manchester um, and Adam's been told that they've, they've, they've told him that you could literally die any day from a stroke a serious stroke because the clots are that bad um, so I'm scared, you know. This is the this is a harsh reality, you know, guys. We're, we're ill, we're, we're, are we dying slowly? We don't know, you know. Am I going to be here in two years' time, five years' time? I don't know. Is my heart, you know, I get, I get good positive. I mean, the PET scan. The doctor told me, he said, John, you're very lucky that you were a very fit and healthy guy because your heart function's actually looking okay. You know? He says, everything looks looks good, the heart. Mm. You know, we just need to get this myocarditis down. But Adam, Adam's story breaks my heart. There's so many, mate. There's so many. It's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's all the same stories. Gaslighting, ignored, anxiety, PTA can't be the vaccine. So this why is, do this is one of the key points that's come yeah. out of me chatting to you is this it's psychosomatic 
thing, them sending you away saying it's all in your head. I think that's the scariest thing out of all like, the scariest things. And there we go, there we go. That doctor, after that phone call with that cardiologist, mate, I sat here in fucking tears. After speaking to him two days before Christmas, I'm like, you just fucking ruined Christmas for me. You know, I'm sitting here thinking I've got a plan to go forward, thinking I'm going to start my steroids, and you're holding me fucking back in 2022. I want to go forward and I want my heart to get better. People might sit here and go, well, just take the fucking steroids, John. Right, I take the steroids, but will we ever know there was myocarditis? This is, this is, I'm sorry, Nick, but I'm, this is evidence now. This is what I'm saying to you. It's becoming, it's now becoming, uh, this next MRI I get, it's, it's an investment. Yeah. Yeah, it's so that you can use it as proof in the future. It's not actually because we pretty if much that, if, that, happening. if that happens, if that happens, but that's that's the way you know. So it, my heart's like I say, it comes out. It's weird and wonderful because every day is a it's a different symptom. It's a different symptom. Some days you get good days. Some days you get, but again, it's still very minimal what I can do. But. I don't know. I don't know where to go. I, I'm, my brain fog kicked in there, mate. My brain fog right, kicked there's, in. there's one more bit to, to just, like, clarify, which is compensation. You can't apply for any compensation until causation is proved, and that's all this. Well, right? we, do have, we do have two doctors now. We do have two doctors now, Nick, that have put pen to paper. So, but, again, that is where the argument is now. Alex, we, you know Alex, and that we're, we're, mate, we're friends now. And um, Alex, I went and done an interview the other day. Alex came and picked me up. So what is sixty percent disabled? If you were to look at Alex and look at me, who would be who would look disabled? Not to take it. What's happened to him is horrendous. I'm not trying to do a comparison here. What I'm trying to prove is what is sixty percent disabled. Mm. Alex is sitting there, he's obviously lost his leg and whatnot. Alex is at the gym and that. Can you know he's got his mobility and that. But here I am, I can't do I can't do nothing because the weakness, fatigue, the dizziness, the heart pains. So how how am I ever gonna get a compensation off this off of this vaccine government scheme? You know? And there's a young, there's a petition we're trying to get to get that actually changed, um, because it's never been changed, my understanding, since 1970. So you put inflation, and everything in it. This isn't about the money anyway. This is about health. I want my health back. You know, Nick, I want to get my health back. Go and play golf. I'll never make the gym again. I've accepted that. You, you'll never get back to the gym, John. You know, you'll never be able to do boxing or anything like. That. I'm pushing 40 anyway, Nick. So. Um, I've done all that. I can accept that. It's my doctor who sees me. He's pretty confident that I'll get better. He says, "I'm." I'm he says, "You know, John. Every time I see you, you're looking better. You know." Um, I says, "Right. Well, it's hard for me to see that because when you've been such a healthy guy, a fit and healthy guy, to to where I'm at now, you know, it's it's 
it's hard to see the end of the road. Mm. Um, but boy, I, I mean, I look at myself last year, Nick, to now, it's night and day. Last year, it was great. I don't even know if I've got cover in my face right now. Do but, you look like I, I you know? You, you you kicked off with a bad opener when I asked how you were, but like yeah. we're on an ascent rather than a descent, yeah. Yeah, well, but but we're going in the right places, but we're still not there. We're still not. We're still not there. But I just want to get back to know. And I said that to that cardiologist on the phone, the professor. I says all I want is for you to get me better. You know, get me better, and then that's it. I'm out your hair. I've got nothing to complain about. That's that. What part of that do you... Now I'm just becoming a headache, and I'm not going to lie to you, Nick. I fucking followed him on Twitter. You know, Twitter's been my best platform. And when I put that video of the myocarditis out, it's, I think it's had over 200,000 views. So I think that's why I get the phone call, if I'm being honest with you. I think that's how I get the phone call because I followed him on Twitter. I tagged him on it and then I deleted it because I didn't want to put the pressure completely on him. But yeah, we got to use what we have. Like I, I set up a new Twitter. Was it today? Yeah, yeah, I seen that. I gave you the follow, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's sort of out of necessity because when I got I got banned from Twitter a couple of months ago for something about like trans kids. Um, yeah. yeah, nothing about. You know, COVID or vaccines or anything. It was yeah. trans. And just um, another another thing as well. Like uh, I bought the I I bought the blue tick. Um, mm. The only reason being Nick is you know the videos I put on my Telegram channel. Mm. So on Twitter you can only put up two minutes and twenty. So now what I'll be doing is I can put up longer videos. So just in case anyone's like, why has John bought this and that, you know. Is that how you do well, it? I need to get a blue tick as well. I'll get one. It cost eight quid a month, mate. You know, I, 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 like people, but I am, trust me, Nick, I don't like social media and I'm being serious with that. How do I deal with everything? I don't read the comments and that's a fact. Mm. I'll, the, odd, the odd comment I'll come across, but I, I'll post and then just leave it be. Um, I, I had forgotten how bad it was. Like I got on there and, and the algorithm sort of chucks stuff that you disagree with right in your face and any fights. And I was like, oh, I didn't miss this. But like, you know, it's useful. We got in contact through Twitter, didn't we? And Alex yep. and, um, and Vicky, like most of this well, has been through Twitter. I've said to you before, Facebook have banned me. You know, as soon as I, I, I've now just not cared anymore. I, I just put up things saying vaccine and fuck it, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. I don't care. I'm like, do what you want, do what you want. But my, my account's restricted. It's had three 30 day bans. Um, Instagram, shadow ban, nobody can see my stuff, you know. And TikTok, this is my third TikTok account because I've put up two other, two, you know, the video of me and Alex. Said to you before, 150,000, 200,000, 250,000 views, boom. Taken down. Okay. Just make another one, and we'll do it again, and we'll do another one, and we'll do it again, and we'll do it. That's all I'm going to keep doing, you know? Mm. I know there's these altered social media sites, but I'm sorry, I don't want to see another person, especially a child, in my situation. And I will not stop speaking out about this. I, until the, this thing is pulled and we, we start getting answers. 
we start getting justice, we start getting people better, you know, doctors and, in my honest opinion, like the, the NHS, I think it's gone. If you don't have private medical care, I think you better need to get it. <laughs> I think you should get it because I can't see it being here in the next two or three years. It's just, it's... I, I don't know what we're looking at. I mean, it's what, 1.4 million people working in there and it still can't function. And yeah, yeah I think you're completely right there. Yeah, so I see Adam's in there just now and I'm praying he's going to be okay. He messaged me just before we got on here and Fiona spoke to me because I think Fiona's going to try and see him. Um, but yeah, man, just... Go to keep doing what I do, mate. And so let's let's get into the campaign. Why is this important? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, you've been an inspiration to a lot of people because I think you've been the most sort of public face. I'm of... just a guy, mate. I'm just I'm not. I no, I know. Like... I know the, the key throughout this month is for I'm going to try and chat to as many people in this situation as possible, and you've kind of just been leading that charge i think you've done a lot for the other people in your situation as well i don't I, I don't know what to do i don't know what to say i can try and help as many people and not to sound bad on it some sometimes but you need to kind of protect yourself and it was it was actually alex that gave me that word of advice because at the start nick i was speaking to so many vaccine injured and you know, we've had a couple that have committed suicide and I could have got really close to them. But right now I'm scared for Adam. If anything happens to Adam, I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to be even more angrier and it's going to turn turn me up. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's going to turn me apart. So, um, why speak out? Why not? Why not? Because we there have to. Go, but, because if I, bought, if I bought a car and I can blow up, if I bought a Mercedes and it blew up in the middle of the street, would you not tell everybody? You know? And what would usually happen is write to Mercedes and say, oh, my car blew up and then Mercedes is like, oh, recall. And they recall them back. You're not doing that with this vaccine. How many more people do we need to injure and kill? And especially children. Just the main message, don't... I'm begging every single person, don't give your child this. They don't need it. We do know that for a fact. We know that for a fact. You know? And I'm 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 trying my hardest to tell as many people don't you don't need that thing anymore. I'm sorry, it's yeah. gone. It's, it's, it's the, the, the trust the trust in the medical system now don't have any don't have any at all. How was the reaction in public when you um, gave your speech before in Glasgow? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, from the public, because obviously there were people there for you, but. Oh, I mean, everybody was there. It was. Everybody was there. You know, I, I get wheeled. This is the thing. Nobody's seen it. They didn't see me getting wheeled in in a wheelchair, you know. So I had two chairs. So I had a wheelchair that I borrowed from Alex. Alex has got two. So I borrowed Alex's wheelchair. I get dropped off at the top of the street. I had to get a wheelchair. My mate had to wheel me in. And I sat there and I've got a, a chair that I need to recline on. So I need to, like, because of the pots. So I need to kind of lie back. Um, it was a decent crowd. I'm understanding what it was a bigger crowd before I'd arrived. But I think by the time, you know, my understanding is these things, people go and then they kind of 
drift away. Um, they, unfortunately, they missed a trick because where they are, I, I said to them, you know, when you're going, there's a big, there was a big steps here, and I said if you'd done any of these steps, you would have got a bigger crowd, and I would have been seen a lot more. Um, so when I got there. There was everybody was coming up and they were hugging me and that and they're like we've seen you in the story and that and the like I'm like but I can't fault anyone for the support the support's fantastic absolutely you know I've had more support from the public than I have the NHS and the government and that's the truth um so I love that aspect of it I love the humanity you know there's decent people out there that care. Um, so obviously Alex went up and done his speech and he was asking me what are you going to say I says I don't know he says I don't know but all I do know is this is the first time I've been out the house and I want every single person in the street to hear me and you know I don't wear the sunglasses Nick for to look cool I wear them because I'm, I'm light I'm sensitive to light as you know I've got the black eye floaters they're not so bad just now, but if I've got them, they're really like prominent, so the, the glasses just kind of blend in. Um, if you listen to the speech, I'm kind of all over the place to be honest, you know, what I'm saying things that don't make sense and stuff. Um, and you know, I've had comments saying, Oh, it looks quite lively for somebody that's been injured. Well, if you went to Mark Zimmer after it, it was sitting at 140 beats per minute because the adrenaline's kicked in as well. I say I can only stand up for so long. Do I remember at the time? No, I don't. It was a complete and utter blur. Uh, I was telling people, move out the way, because this isn't for you. This is for the, everybody in the street. And my, people said to me, I said, I says, you know, I got a good response. The people are there. They're all like, ah, well done and all that. I think one guy actually was walking by. He said, I just heard your speech here, mate. Absolutely brilliant. You know, he was like, I was just a rant. He says, absolutely agree with you. Everything you said, I agree with you. Um... So, yeah, how did the response go? It went as good as it could in front of a smaller crowd. Let's see what happens in London. Nick, if I get to the one in, in London, I'll definitely try and... I'm definitely going to try and make that one. I'm definitely going to try and bring the fucking noise uh, there, mate. Um, so, yeah, just to let you know, Nick, the, the hoodies are they're in motion. <laughs> I'm getting the okay. <laughs> Oh, let's end on that. Let's end on that. Yeah. What, what, well, what we just, do you know what it is? I need to, I'm, I wanted to make myself my own one, right? I want to make it a good one. I want to make it good, good wear and stuff. I know a guy who owns a, a clothing brand in Glasgow, and I know where he gets his hoodies from. So it's a good quality. Um, by the way, I'm not pushing this. I didn't come on here to push this. I need to make my own one. In order to do a minimum order of, I think it's 20. So if you want one, Nick, I'm in. I'm in. I just cost price for you anyway. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I want to get, I want to hopefully get that set up for the, the rally. But the rally, this January, the whole month of January, mate, it's very important. This is important. You know, what you guys are doing, Fiona and everybody else who's getting involved with it, can't thank you enough for it, mate. Um, I say it all the time as we go down the right side of history it's, it's so important because there's people out there literally suffering and we can't go into 2023 with a divide anymore it can't be a case of you know, did you call us a tinfoil hat? no I did not 
No, I did not. I didn't call anybody the conspiracy. I didn't call anybody this, you know. And a majority of the people that were in the that are vaccine injured, we've got people that are like 70 years of age, 75 years of age. They sit and watch their TV and they believe everything it, it, it tells them. You know, they're not, no, they're not very internet savvy. I had, like I say, so the whole point is, you know, none of this, let them, they made their bed, let them rot in it. You know, the, anyone that's sitting there and went like that, your anger lies with that person. Your anger lies with the person that sat there and screamed at you. And if your boss sacked you, your anger lies with your boss. You know, if you, I under, I, this is the thing. I'll sit here and say honestly, thank you for everything everybody done for speaking out before this. You were all right, hundred percent. You were all correct. I'm sorry that you went through everything that you went that you have went through, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm, you know, and that's all we can do on 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 my end, you know, because I, I say I never seen anything, but. I'll give you guys credit because you guys all deserve credit. You all deserve credit for what you've done. You stood there, you stood your ground. But again, think of the people that just didn't see all this, you know? It's not over yet. No one gets to say we told you so because it's not It's not over yet. It's not over yet, maybe it's just the beginning. And I think 2023 will be the year that we've all be heard. I do think things will start rolling in the right direction. But how we do it, I don't know. But it's a global issue. 100% this is a global issue. And we've got to unite globally. And like I say, everyone's got to come together on this. I mean, everyone. Let's just try and... If people start talking out and start speaking up, I mean, there's certain ones on the mainstream media that we can fucking that I wouldn't dare apologize, you know, obviously not a chance, not a chance, you know, use, you know, the ones that said, the ones that went out and said, the unvaxxed deserve to be jailed. That's just fucking ridiculous. Well, it's even them, it's like, I, they're, for me, they're not culpable, but the doctors that like, that said you're 100% protected and it's 100% safe, they're yeah. culpable. That's, that's very different. Yeah, and, that's the thing. So, with people coming out, I mean, there's more and more doctors that are coming out. And like I said, I spoke to doctors and they were like, I, I believe this. You know, they, they, with the data they were given at the time, they all believed it. So, that, you know, we've got to look at this from a doctor's point of view. You know, like, doctors tend to just go with the facts they're given and all that. Like, I know, I know, like, Mick, I'm the same as you. But, you know, like, I just want to go into 2023 with just everything. Just let's not let's not feed into the mainstream media's divide. That's what they want to do, man. Let's just forget this divide and let's just go on with it and get get things done correctly. You know, that's that's what I'm looking for, mate. That's what I want. I don't want to go on with any arguments and any divide. I just want everyone together and try and work together and just let's just do this man let's just get his all fucking fucking head man get his bring the noise mate bring the noise mate <laughs>